Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, and with us right now, we've got James Mulvaney, who is in Manchester, England right now. Uh, and James, you are the founder of podcast.co, radio.co, and your latest business, matchmaker.fm. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, Josh. It's a, you know, it's a pleasure to be here. I always enjoy these conversations, so I uh, can't wait to see what you've got in store. Favorite music artist from Manchester? Oh, you know, there's so many good ones. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into like dance music, like house yeah. music from like the mid noughties. And there's a duo called Herd and Fitz. Uh, no one will have heard of them, but I, they had some great tunes out. And, and of course, the obvious ones, you know, people like Oasis, everybody knows. Of course. There's so much yeah. music that comes from, from Manchester. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, so have you born and raised there or did you move there at some point? No, I moved here. Um, I actually grew up near London, so I'm, I'm mm -hmm. Southern. I don't have a Manchester accent. Um, and I've been in Manchester now since 2010. So I moved here just after I graduated. I went to university in a town not too far away from here. Um, and, and Manchester seemed a great place to set up shop in terms of, you know, I, I kind of validated my business idea while I was at university, mm -hmm. uh, got it to a level where I didn't need to go out and find a job after I graduated and you know Manchester was it's changed so much in the past 10 years but actually you know it seemed a good alternative to London in terms of um, setting up a business um, you know premises staff costs all that stuff was a lot less than the overheads that I would have if I was to base in London um, and it wasn't too far from from where I went to university so it seemed like a great place to be so I've been here ever since. And what was this first business that you launched uh, that, that you'd proven out in college? So it was called Wave Streaming, and um, we actually only just recently closed it down. It was still 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 hanging in there. Um, and basically, the, the way I got started was I was was always interested in radio, and and uh, I sort of looked at going into to radio as a career as a DJ. Um, decided it wasn't for me. Um, went off to university and I was doing interactive multimedia, which is sort of like a posh term for web design. And I kind of learned how to code, learned how to build websites, put the two and two get together and wave streaming was born. And that was basically selling services, services to, to radio stations, streaming media services uh, and app development and that kind of thing. Wow. You know, I, uh, you and I have similar paths. So I, when I was in school, my ambition. So I was in the US Navy. I was a journalist. So I did radio my last year. And when I was in Hawaii, I actually uh, did overnight at an AM radio station, oh, wow. you know, just to get experience. And, um, and so my big dream was to become a love doctor on the radio. And really? uh, then I got distracted with internet development. And, you know, I think I those I, to rest. <laughs> what I think it gives you is, um, a billion a great ability to communicate you know i think that's the thing you know if you go off and and even if you just do it for like you say when you're at college or university and you join the student station it's just great experience talking down a microphone effectively into nothing 
yeah. you know, you have to think on your feet and it gives you a good way of, of a good ability to communicate and kind of get your point across really. So I think that's really valuable in business. And when you start going into like everyone now has it was in front of the microphone in front of cameras and you have to do it if you're running an online business. So it's, it's tremendously important to get those skills. Explain the evolution then to radio.co. Yeah. So we've been, we we were running wave streaming. It became pretty successful. Um, you know, I grew it to sort of six figure turnover business by the time I was about 23, 24 years old. Wow. was really happy with that, you know? Um, but we had what part of the success was we, we managed to forge a deal with a company, a uh, small company called AOL, uh, that owned this, this bit of software and, and called shoutcast. And that was kind of the core of our system at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then as quick as that deal came around, they were referring us leads constantly. Like, so we were getting probably 20 customers a day from them signing up. Uh, they then decided to sell that business. So that deal went away. And at that time, you know, I was kind of freaking out thinking, oh my God, I've got this business. So at that stage, I maybe had like 10 staff who were working for me. You know, we were probably turning over, you know, just north of half a million. And I was thinking everything I've got to, everything I've worked for is going to go away. Um, so I, I sort of had to kind of think of an, a solution and thought, right, okay, what is next? There's no point of continuing to sell this service because these new, these new owners of this product aren't interested in working with us. So how can we do better? How can we make something that's, you know, an, a natural evolution of what we were selling before, but, but 10 times better. So we, that was how radio.co really came about. Wow. We just took on board all of the customer feedback and initially we were selling services to what you'd imagine is tradition, like a radio station, but really then it became more entrepreneurs, brands, musicians, DJs, all sorts of people who were wanting to leverage their broadcasting power uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to sort of grow their brand, um, but didn't really understand traditionally, you know, how to stream media and all this sort of stuff. So that's what we, why we decided to create radio.co, make it super simple for anyone to get on air easily and broadcast from anywhere and to anywhere. That's amazing. So now when somebody starts, a, somebody wants to start a streaming radio station on radio.co, um, obviously they, they, as well, they need to take care of their licensing separately. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, so the advantage then is assume, now is this main, do you mainly have a lot of terrestrial broadcasters or do you just see a lot of people that say, no, we see some great advantage to having our own stream? I think um, it's a real variety. You know, we have a lot of traditional sort of what you'd imagine as a radio station. We also have a lot of uh, entrepreneurs doing really interesting things. Radio stations for sort of either hyper local markets or um, hyper sort of niche genres of music. Um, and, you know, everything you can imagine. So we've recently had, you know, we have br- had brand campaigns. Um, charities use us for broadcasting lots of channels in different languages. So, uh, the Global Goals campaign, which was a few years back, was one of the first big clients we had when we were actually testing the software out. And it was a great use case scenario because they broadcast, I think it was something crazy, like 300 million people tune in in all different countries around the world. And they were sending streams out in like, I think it was six different languages. So it was a great validation of the platform. Um, and, you know, we've had more recently Whiskers Cat Food were using our product to power a cat radio station. Uh, so it's kind of not just what you'd imagine is traditional like broadcast radio. Um, obviously, lots of stuff like talk shows, newscasts, uh, religious broadcasts, all sorts of things. Nice, nice. Okay. And then uh, obviously, at, you know, as you're operating Radio.co, you're watching the podcasting space. And Absolutely. so then what? 
So podcast.co was a sort of natural evolution from radio.co. Initially, we looked at building the podcasting functionality into the existing platform, but it made more sense to uh, roll it out as a separate business just because I think the podcasting space is very exciting, you know, as you'll know, and as I think a lot of your audience will be aware, uh, you know, there's tons of opportunity in podcasting right now. It's a really good tool if you want to grow a business. It's a great tool if you're, you know, if you're creative and you've got an idea or a story you want to tell. It's a perfect platform to do it. And the good thing about podcasting, I think, is, you know, anyone could do it. The cost to entry is so low. You know, you don't really need to go out and spend a fortune on, uh, you know, a lot of equipment or anything like that. Uh, you know, go out and invest in a good quality microphone. Um, but then, you know, the world is your oyster, really. Yeah, it, it really is so much easier today. And the tools, the platforms, uh, you have a lot of options. So yeah. what separates podcast.co from, say, another podcasting platform? I mean, the, the goal really was to make a product that was really straightforward and simple to use. This is a success we've had with the radio.co platform. Um, so we really drew on our experience to make a product that's super slick clean, easy to use. Um, we've added some various features to it, so like automatic transcription, um, you know, a video, video asset creation, so that, again, it's really easy to market your podcast and get the word out there. And, you know, we've, we've thought more recently, what else can we do to help our existing customer base, plus also, you know, act like another funnel, and which is how matchmakers come along. And matchmakers are a platform to basically connect podcasters with podcast guests. Yeah, talk about that a little bit more. Why is that a big deal? And then I'll, I'll definitely chime in on this. <laughs> so I, I'm sure you know, you're, you'll be fully aware, Josh. I think that, I can't remember the exact statistic, but I think it's something like 63% of podcasts are based on interviewing guests, right? So mm. a huge chunk of podcasts are interviewing guests. But there doesn't seem to be a sort of solid and reliable platform out there uh, to connect people together. And if you want to find good guests, you can spend a lot of time doing it. Quite often, the guests you have won't always know how to set everything up. And again, you know, if, if you're reaching out to people on LinkedIn, for example, that's great. There's, it's easy to find people who are experts in different fields on LinkedIn. But then how do you know that they've, they've number one, been interviewed on the podcast before? Number two, they've got the right equipment. You know, I noticed in your onboarding email, that was one of the things you mentioned, and I think that's quite common. Um, so, you know, what, what we want to do with this platform is ba basically allow people to filter, you know, vast amounts of people based on criteria. So, for example, what sort of uh, areas of, of expertise they have. Um, but also to look at things like, do they have a good internet connection? Do they already own a decent microphone? So immediately when you contact that guest, you can then perhaps preview uh, interviews they've done before so you know what they sound good and they know exactly what they're doing and therefore they'll make it a good candidate for your show because I think gone are the days where podcasts are just you know two guys down the pub speaking you know crap to each other I think you need to have good quality these days you need to be pushing out content that people are really engaged with and really want to listen to and, and quality is a big part of that. Yeah. Now talk about it from the perspective of a guest. So uh, let's say if I'm an author, speaker, coach, I'm the founder yeah. of a company. Uh, why do you recommend uh, that a guest really take a good look at getting on podcasts? Yeah, great question. I think podcasts are one of the new forms of media. If you look at sort of YouTube, Instagram are the new TV, podcasts are the new radio and they're becoming the new radio very, very quickly in terms of they've hit the mainstream. I think five years ago, you went up to someone in the street and said, what's a podcast? You might get 
you know, a third of people who say, yeah, I know what podcasting is. Nowadays, you go up to the street, on, up to someone on the street, say, what's a podcast? Pretty much everyone you speak to is going to know exactly what you're talking about. So if you're a, an entrepreneur or a public speaker or a coach or someone who's looking to promote themselves, promote a product, whatever, um, you know, podcasting is such an easy way of doing it. As I mentioned before, you don't need to spend a lot of money doing it. It's free advertising effectively. And all you're doing is having an interesting conversations just like, you know, you and I are doing right now. Um, you know, and, and once you've done a few, you kind of get the hang of it and it becomes easier and easier yeah. the more you do. But, you know, there's other benefits as well, like backlinks to your website, um, you know, just general connections. I think the more podcasts you feature on, the more connections you build, you know, it's great as a business development tool. Um, I think there's just a multitude of benefits. And also, you know, it's just, it's just really spreading, spreading your words um, to, a, to a bigger audience that perhaps you wouldn't have had access to before. Yeah. You know, it's, it really, the, the podcast from a business owner perspective, mm. and I'm talking about, you know, should I start a podcast? Well, the reality is, is it really doesn't take that many resources today. Um, you can actually do something as simple as just make it a part of your regular networking. And so use the podcast to reach out to the people that you want to network with. Mm. Um, go ahead and, and do a solid for them first and kind of take a page out of the Bob Berg Go-Giver book and, and just give value to them first and see what happens to the relationship. And another thing too is that you might also consider beyond just networking, what would happen mm. if you actually started interviewing guests that could be potentially your customers and your clients Absolutely. and use the platform to, again, do them a solid first. What does it cost you? It, it's very minimal, but yeah. yet it allows you to get straight to the headline, get straight into the C-suite and, and interview or, or, you know, build a relationship with whoever you want. So I think that's, I, I that's the main thing, isn't it? Like once you've had a conversation with someone for half an hour about them and their expertise, it's building rapport. Mm. You can't get that in a normal sales scenario when you're that's picking right. up the phone and trying to sort of sell something. But once you've had that conversation with them, they're more likely to speak to you again. Um, it's a fantastic business development tool. And, and it's just, you know, the other thing from it, by interviewing guests or by being interviewed on an interesting podcast, you learn a lot of stuff. Like you get to speak to some really interesting people. And I think it's just great for personal development as well. So, um, so again, um, the podcast.co platform, mm. uh, what is your, I, I want to go back to that one more time, um, just for people that might be discovering this podcast episode and they're like, well, I, I want to learn a little bit more about the future of podcast.co. Um, I, I just want to make sure, you know, it's, it sounds like the major advantage to it is it's a very simple, easy to use UI um, mm -hmm. compared to perhaps some other solutions in the marketplace. Yeah, um, we also handle the distribution as well. So you don't need to worry about what an RSS feed is. We'll take care of all of that for you. So wow. we'll push out to all the major channels, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is iHeart, I didn't see iHeart listed yet. Yeah, so we, we, do, we do push to iHeart. Uh, it is okay. compatible with iHeart. Um, I think their approval process isn't as kind of predictable as we'd like. Right. Uh, so I think we had it on the, the list of, of the, approval of the uh, partners at one stage, but we maybe had taken it off just because we were finding that like, we were submitting clients 
they weren't getting approved some were some weren't so we only want to kind of guarantee results where we know that we can get reliable results but there's nothing to stop me submitting to iheart my podcast on iheart i'm sure yours right. is they do yeah. accept um podcasts but i think maybe they're just a bit picky about who they're accepting etc Oh, okay. Um, so what if someone's already hosting with another provider? How easy is it for them to migrate to podcast.com? Super simple. You just give us your existing uh, RSS feed link and our system takes care of everything. So it will literally pull in all of your existing episodes. It'll pull in your artwork, all of your descriptions, et cetera, et cetera, and, and, and present it to you on our interface, just as you would have seen it on your previous providers. So wow. simple to migrate across. And, and, and pricing, uh, where, where do you aim to be in terms of pricing compared to other platforms, hosting platforms? So we are aiming really to, uh, we're sort of, we're actually in the process of changing the pricing at the moment. So I don't want to sort of quote anything. I'm sure. <laughs> just, just due to change. But basically where, where we're heading is to businesses with multiple podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we're really focusing on, you know, uh, our agency clients rather than just someone with a single podcast. We're still going to obviously accept everyone, um, but we're, we're sort of changing our pricing at the moment to make it more friendly to people with multiple podcasts. And, and just in case we didn't hit this hard enough, um, matchmaker.fm is mm-hmm. a platform that connects guests and hosts. Absolutely. And what's the future for that? So as I mentioned, I, the, the third, we've got a big job ahead of us because we're obviously in the process of populating the platform. It's completely free to sign up and completely free to use. There's no limits on usage currently, uh, both for guests and podcasters. Um, we are using AI to try and connect people more intelligently. So we're looking at, as we progress, at developing more and more tools so you can log in, you, you know, using things like uh, your show description, et cetera, it will naturally start making more intelligent recommendations. Um, you know, also we're, we're, we're using it, we want to create a really kind of almost like a social network for podcasters. So you have an, a, a great profile, you can show your, you know, you can show off your, the guests, the interviews that you've just done, or if you're a podcaster, you can show off the shows that you're involved in. And, you know, just make it a, a really productive place to quickly book high quality guests. Or if you're a guest looking to get booked on podcasts, find some really awesome podcasts to be featured on that already have momentum and traction and uh, are going to be showing you off in the best light in terms of, you know, if you're a business owner or if you're just taking a product to market, you know, find some really relevant podcasts to, to quickly get on, on board with. Um, and just really break down the barriers, the hassle of communicating. You know, again, one of the, Sort of one of the one of the things I, I'd like to do with a platform is just try and make it more unified. So currently, you know, you'll you've done this yourself. A lot of people use third party services, book calendars, uh, you know, um, tools to to actually conduct interviews. So really, further down the line, I'd like to try and build all of this under one platform. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's the well, ultimate goal. Well, James Mulvaney, you are the founder of Radio.co podcast.co and now matchmaker.fm and you're also a podcaster of course you've got your podcast is create reach inspire i'm actually branded up today as you can see uh yeah yeah, most days to be honest uh but yeah um create reach inspire we've actually just started the second season um where i'm speaking to some really interesting guests the first one was around finance the second episode is about uh, the music industry. Mm. So having some really interesting conversations over on there as well. So it's, it's, it's great fun. It's a fantastic place to be in, be at the moment f- from my perspective as an entrepreneur. James, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Josh. It's been, a, been an honor and a pleasure. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.